Hello and welcome back to another episode of the EMG podcast. I'm Sam Boyassi, Head of Publishing at EMG. And this week I'm joined yet again by Louise Rogers, our Content and Editorial Assistant. And we're going to discuss our upcoming issue of Gold, uh, our online magazine, which aims to educate and inform executives from the pharmaceutical industry. Hi, Louise. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm very well, yeah. Good. So in one of our recent episodes, you and Spencer talked about the IFA Pharma conference in Barcelona that you both attended. And as some of you may know by now, the next issue of Gold, which is out on the 30th of May, is the official publication of this year's IFA Pharma Congress. I couldn't attend myself, but I've heard that it was a fantastic event with top speakers from inside the industry and increasingly from outside too, with, with pharma collaborating with an ever-growing list of organisations such as tech companies. And yourself, you you had the privilege of uh, of interviewing a number of these prominent people at the event, and you can find some of these that we've published so far on our website uh, at www.europeanmedical-group.com as well as on our YouTube channel. But Louise, yourself and the Gold team have recently finalised the content for this uh, edition. So could you start by telling us about the feature article, which I know you have actually written yourself? Yeah, I did. Um, I really loved writing it and... When we cover an event, we try to split up our articles into different themes Mm -hmm. that are covered at the event. And a topic that was pretty dominant was how pharma in its current form um, or its current business model just isn't working. And it was mentioned that even though we keep adding value and real world evidence to our medications, the only way for our price, you know, is actually to go down. Um, So it really looks at what the future of healthcare will look like. And what keeps being mentioned is this prevention model Mm. where we're going to be able to intercept and predict disease before symptoms even start to manifest. So, yeah, the article covers what this new model may look like. And it also goes into how we're using technology at the moment to prevent disease and representing um, this aspect was Jennifer Turgis, who works in behaviour science at Johnson & Johnson. And I think she puts very eloquently that the way that technology is heading is like a GPS for your health. Mm -hmm. So, you know, someone's trying to manage their stress levels or someone's trying to manage their weight Mm -hmm. and they'll be put on a certain path with technology that's suited to them and if they stray from that path and it's that technology's job to then, you know, realign them, get them back on track and whatever, you know, prevent... Accountability. Uh, exactly, of. exactly. So I really enjoyed writing this article. It was really, really great. And I'm so excited for you to read it. Yeah, I, I mean, I was obviously following Ifa Pharma very, very closely on Twitter mm-hmm. as you guys were there. And prevention was indeed one of the main topics talked about. So I think it was a no-brainer that that was going to be our feature article in general. So yeah, it's going to be an amazing one. And I know that you and Spencer spoke about the talk by Chris Durkins at Ifa Pharma in the podcast we did about the event a few weeks ago. And it sounded absolutely amazing. And, and for anyone who doesn't know, Chris is the company group chairman of Janssen Europe, Middle East and Africa. Um, and the great news is that he is our feature catalyst interview in the next issue. Um, and again, Louise, you carried out the interview. So could you give us a better understanding of the topics discussed and, and what your experience of talking to Chris was like? Yeah, I think you kind of know now by with our interviews, when we write the questions, we don't want to ask questions. We don't want answers that you can just find on the Internet. You know, it's mm. it's a personal profile of that person. And we want people to take away that person's insight and wisdom. So in the interview, there are bits about Chris himself, his past, what led him to the position he's in now, how he brings creativity into his work. And then we also take a look into Janssen, their credo, how Chris relates to Janssen's mission 
and also into the partnerships with MPOs that Janssen is currently um, embarked on and how they're trying to tackle stigma around mental health. So those kind of topics are just, I don't know, I guess a flavor of what's to come. And yeah. I think it's it was great talking to him. And I think that, you know, the way Chris speaks, the way he answers questions, his charisma, how he explains certain ideas and stories, it, it's hard to, it's really hard to capture in a text. So I just really hope this interview does him justice. Absolutely. I mean, there are, he's a big guy in the industry. So yeah. there are a lot of previous interviews of him out there. So it was very important for us. And hopefully this does come across in the interview that we publish to try and make it different and ask him, you know, questions where we our readers genuinely going to get information that they can't get from all the other interviews with him. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an amazing one. And, and what about the other articles then? Because I know there are a few topics in there which we haven't tackled in gold before uh, which I'm really excited about so I think there's even one included uh, about farmers relationship with carers so could you tell us a bit more about the other stuff yeah that is right it was based on really really great panel discussion with Loda DeWolf uh, chief patient officer Servier who might, you might remember was our catalyst in an earlier issue of gold and it basically we just look at how farmer can better engage with the carer community and get their insights kind of branching onto this as well we have an article on the generation gap and what pharma can do to improve their engagement mm. with young patients what other topics are there well data yeah data was heavily talked about like it always is and yeah. for good reasons it was receiving a lot of attention i for pharma and with an increased focus on personalized care and early intervention strategies again feeding into this whole prevention model and we've tried to capture this in several articles where we talk about how the industry can best make use of data now available Uh, there's also the importance of data sharing Mm -hmm. and in particular how to encourage patients to share their information more widely and got a few articles on medical affairs there's ones that are based on marketing um though i was at this great panel discussion on streamlining the omni-channel approach and that's with felipe kirby from merck florin edouard from grunenthal and frederick uahan from astrazeneca and we've actually written this up as a panel discussion so again because these speakers they were just so great on stage and resonated so well with the audience was really captivating and again I hope it does them justice the way they presented. Absolutely the majority of those guys also talked at the London event uh, the previous year um, which I was fortunate enough to be able to attend Mm. so I can vouch that indeed uh, they really do know what they're talking about and I can't wait to read that panel discussion in the upcoming issue of gold. So I know we've covered a few things there and I think we've got a taste of what some of the core messages will be but on top of that do you think there are going to be any other core messages that our readers will will we'll take away from this issue? Yeah, so well, as I said, pred- prediction and prevention, early intervention strategies. I think the definition of patient centricity needs to be widened to include and engage everyone affected by the disease. And there should be an informal carer community. And there's also this need to address younger patients in a different manner. Also, again, with organizational structure, pharma structuring itself differently mm-hmm. to ensure new technologies um, and culture of patient centricity are basically spread throughout the organization. And yeah, those are some of the other themes I think you can take away, I think. 
we said quite a lot here it makes me quite excited but there <laughs> is quite a lot yeah, away <laughs> no there's a lot more there's a lot more no it's really exciting fantastic um, well thank you so much Louise that all sounds absolutely amazing um, we do also have a brilliant infographic uh, which provides a breakdown of medicines that were approved by the EMA and FDA last year so be sure to keep an eye out on that because it, I say this about every infographic that we've got coming out but it really is amazing and it's yeah. got a lot of information it's very engaging and digestible as well so look out for that one um, but that's all we've got time for this week uh, you can subscribe for free to gold so make sure that you do uh, do that so you'll be able to receive all the news and the latest editions on the day that they're actually out so the next one as I said is out on the 30th of May all you have to do is go on www.emg-gold.com and you can find the link to subscribe there you can also find all of our previous issues of gold on the website in, in, in case you want to catch up but thanks for listening in and thank you for joining me Louise join us again next week for another edition of the EMG podcast. Bye until then.